0: Hey there, better human. This episode is gonna be slightly different. Just earlier this week, someone reached out to me to tell me that she read one of the pieces I published on Medium, just almost exactly a year ago. So I haven't visited that piece for a long time. I went back to read it and rereading it now, I actually can't really believe I wrote that. Uh, It's a pretty distinct shift, at least from the things I usually publish. So at the risk of sounding self-indulgent, I'm gonna read you that piece. It isn't that long, don't worry. Um, And sort of, I guess for the first time ever, I'm gonna add some commentary behind why I'm sharing this with you now and why I wrote that piece. This piece is also quite special to me because I really sort of left everything on the table, Um, probably poured my heart out and When I published it, the responses was, yeah, pretty much crickets, uh, several few people. And of course, over the course of the year, some people who have read it have told me uh, how it resonated with them, very, very few people. I guess for most people, it's just kind of too abstract. I really kind of wrote this piece for some of my close friends. I didn't tell them, um, and I'm not sure they read it, which is fine. Uh, but yeah, it was really one of these pieces that I think I've written so far where it was just pure creative expression, at least for me. And I was completely happy that I took it to the level that I wanted to. And um, yeah, in this case, I wasn't really trying to teach anyone anything or share anything I've learned. It was just, yeah, pure expression. So looking back at it, I have to say I'm quite proud that I actually wrote this piece. Anyway, enough preamble. I'm gonna read you the piece now, and I'll see you after that. The piece is titled, A Full Circle. A myth inspired by a true story. A true story inspired by myth. The Japanese say you have three faces. The first face you show to the world. The second face you show to your close friends and your family. The third face you show to no one. It's the truest reflection of who you are. I must confess, I haven't been very honest with you or as a matter of fact, with myself in the last few years. I'm telling you this because something interesting happened to me earlier this year. But in order for it to make any sense, I have to take you back to the beginning. Growing up, I had a childhood best friend. Like two peas in a pod, we were virtually inseparable. But seven years ago, I moved abroad and slowly we grew apart until eventually we lost touch. From time to time, I'll catch myself wondering about him. Is he well? Is he happy? How did we drift so far apart? How come we both never reached out? All of my questions were put to rest when he showed up at my doorstep, out of the blue, eight months ago. You know those friends whom you have not seen for ages, but you just pick up where you had left off when you finally meet again? He was one of those. We renewed our connection by reminiscing about the old times and sharing our dreams and aspirations for the future. The bond was as strong as ever, but it was palpable that a new ineffable distance has emerged between us. It's a strange sensation to simultaneously feel distant from a friend, and to feel at home with a stranger. We never really talked about his plans. On my part, I was just happy he was here. I've missed his rakish confidence and irreverent humour, and more admirably, his effortless ability of not taking life too seriously. I have forgotten how easy it was to be around him. Despite my efforts to be present, I was mentally preparing for his departure. The irony wasn't lost on me. Here is someone whom I've wanted to hang out for the better part of seven years. And now that he was here, I was traveling into a future without him. I woke up one morning and that was it. Two months and no goodbye. I'm okay with it. We were never really good at that anyway although I suspect I might not see him again, at least not like this. Everyone deals with losses in their own way. I've never been that type of person who moans loss. I prefer to celebrate life for happening. Before he came back, I have been describing the last seven years of my life as my lost in wilderness years. A journey of exploration where I've been lulled into the unknown by a voice that kept calling out to me. As I wandered into uncharted territories, I saw places I never knew existed and learned about things I never knew were possible. I'm not gonna lie. Often I was gripped by frustration and paralyzed by fear. Days on end, I would feel as if I was walking around in circles, making no meaningful progress in my expedition seemingly stuck in a loop, like a broken record. The same few questions would arise repeatedly. What am I doing out here? Is that voice I hear really there? How do I know what I know is true? At some point, it was hard to discern fact from fiction. Why didn't I turn back? I don't know. It never occurred to me that was an option. I wanted to know. No, I needed to know. Throughout the entire journey, I believe that when I look back upon this part of my life, it will be one of the most treasured phases. I drew from that well when the going got tough. Shortly after he left, I realized that I had been telling myself only one side of the story, mine. All this time, I always thought that we went our separate ways. The truth is, he had always been there, waiting patiently for my return. Being around him, I felt home again for the first time in seven years. But I realized it was not because of him. It was because I finally came home. Here's something I've told almost no one. For the past seven years, every time I've looked into the mirror, I've struggled to recognize the person staring back at me. It's the most peculiar sensation to feel dislocated from the very core of your own being. The truth is, we often hold on to the past because we are afraid of what might happen if we surrender to the future, into the unknown. But if we want to move forward, we cannot keep looking back. For a long time, I thought that one could only exist if the other didn't. I was wrong. Out in the wild, I strayed so far away from the past that my frayed mind led me to think that I was walking on a completely different path. There's a quote, The eyes are useless when the mind is blind. In reality, there is no separation. There never was one. It was both ends of a long rope, and when they met, the loop was close. A reunification of the highest order at the deepest end. At long last, I've reconciled with what I've been holding on to, my past. I've tamed the beast. Closure must be one of the most cathartic experiences humanly possible. Why now? I don't know. Just as my instincts drove me to leave then, my intuition have been compelling me to come back. Did I find what I was searching for? I'm not sure. I believe that everything in life happens for us at exactly the time it needs to happen in order for us to become the person we need to become. Time is a mystery. That's part of her appeal. I know she will reveal her wisdom in time to come. She always does. Until then, there are so many stories from my time wandering in the wilderness that I can't wait to share with you. It's the dawn of a new phase, and now is the time to arrive. Are you ready? So that was it. I got these questions a few times, I think. A lot of people didn't realize that there really wasn't another person. It was really my old self that I kind of got reunited with. See, maybe for it to make more sense, I should give you more context. So growing up, I was an extrovert. I played a lot of sports, um, which meant that I was around people all the time. It It was something that's just been easy for me to do. But ever since I moved to Sweden, uh, I just sort of felt myself changing. And over the years, it was a very slow and painful change. It was one that I didn't really enjoy, um, but it was also frustrating because I didn't really have control over it. I just oh, gradually over time, didn't feel like an extrovert anymore, didn't enjoy being around people that much. Um, yeah. and I. To be honest, I kind of got a lot of shit for it. And this is part of the reason why I wrote this piece because for, for years on end, I I just kind of had this feeling that it wasn't okay to be an introvert or to be different. And of course I wasn't as much fun to be around. And a lot of my friends would actually, they had no bad intentions, but uh, constantly got reminded for it. They would ask, yeah, what happened? Like you used to be, a lot more fun to be around. And um, I think when you hear things like that from your closest friends, it really does weigh on you. And I also believe that we we know this, right? When when things like that is happening to ourselves and we don't feel whether we're in a new state of mind or in a state of mind that we don't necessarily enjoy, uh, we are the first person to know because we wake up. We are the one who has to look into the mirror. Uh, We are the one who have to live with our own choices uh, our own emotional states, whether we choose to or not. So I am kind of sharing this with you now, is that funnily, well, just a few days ago, I got another feedback and someone uh, told me that, yeah, it was nice to have this side of me back, kind of this social, fun, social side of me back. and. Of, of course, now I feel much better compared to a year ago or two years ago. But it's the same thing, right? I just feel like we should do a better job, uh, both ourselves and when we talk to people around us that we care about, Is that we should be honoring our present state of mind and not cling to past attachments as nice as they are. And just, yeah, try to be present and be okay with this person that you are you you are feeling right now and also the people around you like i said i most of my friends had the best intentions it's uh yeah just a version of me was more fun than the other version Uh, i think that is objectively speaking true but i do think that it is possible to exercise more empathy because i feel like a lot of times when we feel down it is not necessarily by choice and and this is coming from me who considers myself a pretty resilient person. But still, over the years, I just constantly kind of felt guilty of not being at my best run, um, my friends, and it got to the point where many times I would rather not go out or excuse myself early when I was in one of these moods, which were more often than not because I didn't want to be um, dragging the mood down. As much as i wanted to be around my friends so yeah trust me right that that's not fun and um this went on for a good seven years until last year where i just sort of felt like this other person before i moved to sweden kind of came back uh, for the first time in seven years and he was just there and i was just secretly hoping for to meet him again in seven years and spend many many dreadful moments in the last seven years, just wondering if uh, I would ever become like that or if the change was permanent. So I guess there's really two things I was trying to say with this piece is, I think often we kind of have an idealized version of who we would like to be. And then we kind of torment ourselves in that process to say, oh yeah, if only I have X, Y, or Z, then I'll be happy and then on the other end we kind of look back to a previous version of ourselves maybe we were younger then maybe i don't know we were fitter then whatever it is that you cling on to and then we kind of feel bad for not being like that anymore and either way that's no that's that's no way to live and i think it's much better to just try to honor your present self however good or bad and just not be attached to it because things are constantly changing. And the second thing is if you have people around you who you're close to, yeah, just be a bit more aware, be a bit more careful with things you say to them, because chances are if they are not in a good state of mind, they already know like they're dealing with it. And often it takes time, like we we need time and uh, to come to things at our own pace. So there's really not much point in rushing this. And the best way to do this is to really exercise uh, pure empathy. And pure empathy, you're not trying to add to the situation, you're just being there with someone. Um, try to go through um, what they're going through. This includes not uh, giving advice, trying to create solutions. It's just empathy is just being there. Uh, completely with someone without trying to add to the situation and just be in their shoes and to feel as they are feeling. I think we all could use more of that. I think this is a concept that everyone kind of knows, but is rarely practiced because what is common sense is not common practice. Another reason why I shared this with you is because if you are making anything uh, creative, or whatever it is that you care care about. I think it's easy to sort of fall into this loop where you get uh, demoralized when you don't find an audience for what you're trying to express. I certainly sometimes feel like that. Um, I'm trying to grow this podcast, of course. Uh, I do hope that it reaches more people. Uh, but at the same time, uh, this peace of mind will probably never... Yeah, I am I basically took it to a point where I am so glad that I gave it everything and I really wouldn't mind if no one else reads it ever again. And I think that's a powerful place to come from when you really fully do things for yourself without um, having the expectations that people need to respond uh, to it. So... If the world was to end tomorrow, um, I'm very happy I did this. Um, It doesn't matter if it has 50,000 likes, 50,000 views. If I'm dead, I'm dead. I can't take any of those. Uh, I think at the end, what's controllable is how I feel towards uh, the work I put out. What matters is that I feel good about it while I'm alive. So if you are making something, uh, contributing, to the world with your gifts. I hope this comes as a timely reminder that uh, it is enough and you should always try to make yourself happy first. Because if you don't feel good, and then what's the point? Right? Hey there, better human. Before I sign out today, remember if you're interested in joining the N-Year Resolution Challenge, click on the link on the show notes or go directly to betterhuman.co and look for the post that says N year resolution. Submit your interest before the 30th of November and uh, I'll be in touch with more details. If you're enjoying this, I would love to hear from you. You can send in a question at betahuman.co slash ask or just drop me a line at helloabetahuman.co. Lastly, if you're enjoying this, I would appreciate if you would share it with a friend who might also find what I'm doing here useful. All right that's it. Thanks for listening. Until next time.